Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. NFL, fantasy, college. Man, this guy does it all. Oh my goodness. This is sick. Put this to music. Time to check in with Rotowire.com's football guru, John McKechnie. What are you doing on your phone? I am fixing my fantasy football lineup on In the Zone. Well, life on the farm is kind of laid back. Ain't much an old country boy like me can't hack. Early to rise, early in the side. I thank God I'm a country boy. John McKechnie joining us from rotowire.com. The latest news, betting advice, daily fantasy analysis. You can find it all there. John McKechnie, football analyst. But uh, baseball's back in Birdland. Workouts start today. Pitchers and catchers reported earlier this week. I know you're pumped up, John. Oh, I'm I'm elated. I'm so pumped. At, you know, especially with football being over. Uh, we we need a little something to to get us through the this last little bit of winter and and what better uh, than some Orioles baseball and some baseball just in general. Now, of course, uh, the you know not not to have too much balloon talk out there, but it did feel like my, my the balloon popped a little bit this morning. I, I check uh, the the Orioles beat and they're talking about how DL Hall's having back discomfort and and the closer the mountain Felix Bautista mm. uh dealing with, with some shoulder and some knee stuff that he's still rehabbing through uh and you know one of our more important kind of unsung bullpen pieces Dylan Tate uh probably not pitching in, until May it's like ah well uh here it comes but uh, i mean injuries affect everybody in baseball it it always happens you know Jacob deGrom uh, already dealing with, with some side tightness and everything out in Texas, you know, getting paid $50 million a year to, to be on the injured list type, type of deal. So, you know, all things considered, at least the Orioles aren't doing that. Yeah, well, you know what you're getting into when you sign Jacob DeGrom, so mm-hmm. that's uh, that's their problem. How was, uh, how was Super Bowl week for you overall? I know it was uh, pretty hectic. It was hectic, but it, it was great. Um, yeah, last Thursday, last time we talked, it was just like a, I felt like I was overexposed. I felt like I was just talking in circles by, by the end of the day. But, you know, eventually the the, uh, the day gets there, uh, joined up with, with some buddies for, for a nice uh, Super Bowl party, uh, made a couple appetizers. Some other people also made appetizers, a good good spread we had going on there. And, and yeah, we all kicked back and enjoyed what was one of the better Super Bowls that in uh, over the last probably decade or so, at least. Yeah, I mean, I do think the, the Super Bowl definitely lived up to the hype. I wish that it had ended differently, um, and not just as an Eagles backer. I mean, end differently, like not on a penalty, because that was kind of lame. Right. Um, but the the run from Patrick Mahomes, you know, you you put that, I put my personal saltiness to the side. The 26-yard scamper he had to get them down close to the end zone where they could make decisions like kneeling on the football, that has to go down as one of the all-time plays in Super Bowl history. I think that uh, do you agree that that's going to be one of those highlights they show us incessantly, like David Tyree? Yeah, it, it's going to be you know slow, slow motion, and it you know Mahomes was already kind of moving in slow motion, right? Because the, the ankle was uh, aggravated in the first half. We we all saw the the famous clip of him uh, grimacing 
on the sideline on the bench when he gets over there and it's not looking great and you know you're wondering what it's going to look like coming out of halftime and all that happens is he just leads the Chiefs on scoring drive after scoring drive after scoring drive on the best defense in football and, and including uh, you know the, the thing that like you were alluding to we, we wouldn't have expected what was really in his bag of tricks at that stage which was making a big run uh, the way that he did to, to set things up for, for the game winner so uh, just amazing stuff for, from him that that probably is like the the iconic uh, snapshot as it were for from Mahomes in that Super Bowl and boy he's really stacking up the the iconic moments were only uh, you know five seasons into his career and it's just unbelievable what he's done already yeah it's crazy um, you know I, I don't know if they still sell these the uh, those DVDs that they used to promote uh, after a team would win the Super Bowl and you could watch like the the whole journey of their season, you know, mm-hmm. Tazi probably has one for the Giants, right? Oh yeah, yeah. and the 2001 Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they sell those anymore, but this, if you were ever going to buy a DVD for your favorite team, this feels like the year to do it. The Chiefs had quite the the ride, you know, letting go of Tyree Kill and they're going through this rebuilding process, but then also they're still one of the best. And then the ankle injury through the playoffs. It truly is amazing. John, they were in a re, I mean, Patrick Mahomes brought this up at the parade. They're in a rebuilding year and they were still able to do this. Is there a chance that the, the Chiefs actually get better next year? Well, I'm a little bit skeptical on that. Eventually, it's going to hurt to pay Patrick Mahomes what he's owed. Um, so I, I feel like in time, it's going to be a little bit tougher. Um, Kelsey not going to be in his peak for forever. Um, you know, there's probably another year, maybe two. Uh, maybe I'm discounting him. I, I've certainly discounted him this year and, and paid for it dearly in fantasy. Um, but you know, you do have to wonder when, when Father Time catches up w- with him. Um, the the defense really young, so I think that the, there's potential for that defense to to really get better. And I, I think that. Uh, offensively, you know, we're going to start to see Sky more develop. Isaiah Pacheco, they got the running back of, of at least the next three to four years, and they, they obviously don't have to, uh, you know, put a ton of uh, money uh, towards him. So that that's certainly a bonus. They, they need to get the receiver position fixed. I think the offensive line kind of uh, heard all the all the criticism throughout the week and were able to to really put together their best game collectively uh, in the biggest spot. So that was huge for them. Um, I think that, that that's a unit that's going to stick together for a little bit longer. But um, I, I think it's hard to expect them to get better necessarily. And I, I do roll my eyes at the idea of this being a, a rebuilding year or, uh, you know, <laughs> as Kelsey said. And, and I can I can say this as a Georgia fan who had to hear the, the UGA players being like, everyone thought we were going to be seven and fives. Yep. No, no one on earth. To, uh, that's worth taking seriously said that like it, the same way that uh, Travis Kelsey would be like, no one thought we could be here. It's like, yes, almost everyone thought you could be there and no one is, <laughs> is all that surprised. Come on. Yeah, it was, uh, it was the same sort of lame disrespect card that Travis Kelsey pulled out. That annoyed me too. Talking to John McKechnie from rotowire.com. Let's look ahead to the NFL draft for a moment and that'll drive most of our dialogue between you and I from now until April. A lot of, uh, thought on what the Bears could possibly do with that top pick. Are Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud good enough, in your opinion, to even consider moving off of Justin Fields? I find that to be such an interesting topic. I don't know if the Bears even look into that, but do you think those guys are good enough to have that conversation in a boardroom in Chicago? If Bryce Young was just a little bit bigger, I would say yes. 
but he's not. I mean, it, it, we're to a point where if he has success in the NFL, it's going to be pretty unprecedented. I mean, that you look at, um, you know, on Rotowire, we have sortable uh, combine data, and I, I lean on that a lot. And if if Bryce Young is is five ten and under one hundred ninety five pounds, really, that's the only quarterback that's even similar to that would, would be a Kyler Murray. He's a different quarterback than Kyler Murray, and Kyler has obviously had some success in this league. But I mean, we're we're really talking about a small margin for error when it comes to Bryce Young. I do think that Bryce Young, you, you watch the way that he processes the the arm strength, the the uh, accuracy, the anticipation, like it's all there. You just wish that he was a little bit bigger and you could feel a little bit more confident about his pro projection. Now, Stroud, um, the, the numbers are pretty impeccable over these last two seasons. He's got a more conventional NFL frame, but you know, I, I just wonder if, if that's a system that's just so tailor-made uh, to uh, for quarterback production to the point where Stroud was essentially playing on easy mode and all of a sudden he's going to have to be making these reads that he never had to in college to receivers that, that don't have the competitive advantage the way that he did uh, throwing it to Garrett Wilson and to Chris Olave and to Jackson Smith and Jigba and to um, Marvin Harrison Jr. And the, the list continues to, to go on uh, again. So I, not like Bryce Young was, was bereft of, of weapons himself, but I, I think that Stroud particularly – um, had it pretty easy. So I, I, I do have a lot of more skepticism on, on Stroud as far as playing the game at, at the next level. Young, it's more of just like the physical limitations potentially um, being an issue with, with him just being a little bit too small when you're talking or you're asking him to get hit on occasion. But by you know 300 350 pound defensive linemen that are that are bearing down on him, I'm, I'm a li- I'd be a little bit concerned on that. So long way of saying uh, that I don't buy the idea of, of the Bears uh, moving off of Justin Fields for, for uh, either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. I, I wonder if they could shop that pick. You know, I, I think, you know, would, would, he, would they trade, uh, trade with Houston? Would Houston just kind of call their bluff and be like, you're not trading Justin Fields. You're going to take a defensive player. We're going to take Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, whoever they end up liking a little bit more. Would it be Vegas at, at seven? Uh, would they have the ammo to move up? Would it be Atlanta at eight? I don't necessarily think so. Um, but, you know, the time will tell, of course, and we're going to hear lots of rumors, some some of which have some validity to them. Some of them are, are smoke screens. Uh, you know, we, we definitely have heard the smoke screens about Justin Fields and, and, the, and the Bears already. Um, but long, long story short, I think it's, it's going to be one of Jalen Carter or Will Anderson hearing their names called. To Chicago, to the Chicago Bears with the first overall pick. Interesting, interesting. Because I mean, it would just be so obvious for them to trade out of that pick. But yeah, if they can't get what they're looking for, and there are a couple of really elite defensive players, so that'll be interesting. We'll have a ton of dialogue on that leading up to the draft, of course. I want to wrap with Anthony Richardson. I might just ask you. I think I might just come up with a different way to ask the same question to you every week <laughs> when it comes to Anthony Richardson. I see such mixed reviews on him. I saw recent. Recently, uh, Mel Kuyper said that he's, he could go as early as nine to the Panthers. He must have the widest range of a draft projection that we've seen in a long time. There is no consensus for Richardson, is there? No, it's it's all going to be in the eye of the beholder, and and it's all going to be based on you know what what do you like, what do you not like, what do you fixate on? Because you you look at his Utah game for, from this year where where they they beat the Utes. Utes obviously ended up being a, a very good team. Uh, you know, completes in a, a high percentage of his passes, also runs for over 100 yards and three touchdowns. And then you can also juxtapose that with the very next game against Kentucky. Both of them 
home games where he's held to four yards per attempt, completes 40% of his passes, isn't able to get anything going on the ground either, is totally hemmed in, does not look like a viable starter at the college level, let alone someone that, that you're going to spend a, a first-round draft pick on in the NFL. Uh, I'll, you know, If we're going to keep talking about Richardson, I'll keep going back to, to his cold stretch against Florida State in his last co- uh, collegiate game for the Gators, missing 11 straight passes. That's just not going to work. Um, I, I think that Richardson, all told, if you, if you are optimistic about him, the, the tools are there, the arm's crazy, the, the frame is, is that of you know a, a potentially special player, especially when you add in the athleticism. If he's able to run you know a 4-7 or better, which I expect that, that he would be able to do, that, that's a lot for a defense to be accounting for. Um, but you know, can he do the, the basic stuff to, to kind of get off the, get off the, the ground as far as an NFL quarterback is concerned? And that, that's a big question. I think it, if he went back to Florida for another year, I would not be surprised at all for, for him to be in the conversation with Drake May and, and Caleb Williams for, for the, you know, for one of the first quarterbacks next year. But this year it is just, as you kind of uh, summed it up perfectly, it's such a wide range of outcomes when it comes to Richardson. It's so risky as a result. The latest injury news, DFS advice, and full-blown analysis for all of your favorite sports. Get it at rotowire.com. John McKechnie, you can find him there. We'll do it again next week, John. Thanks, man. All right, cheers. Thanks again. More in the zone coming your way next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.